Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chase Claypool's bar fight makes the Steelers resigning Juju Smith-Schuster look a little bit better, but not much. What's with all these head-scratching moves? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. It was a free agency week that had people all over Pittsburgh scratching their heads and even crying foul. What were their once shrewd Steelers thinking? Hey, I'm reminded of the classic Rolling Stones rocker, you can't always get what you want. Of course, the Stones provided comfort, adding, sometimes you get what you need. The Steelers, on the other hand, played this past week of free agency in the exact reverse. They rewarded soft-hearted Steelers fans by resigning their always-smiling, social-media-savvy receiver, Smith-Schuster, and fans got what they wanted. But at the same time, the Steelers did not procure what was needed by any clear-thinking fan who cares about the defense and things like winning. They cast off starting cornerback Steven Nelson. So now we have this situation. Smith-Schuster returns to a receiver room full of absolute abundance. Moreover, the Steelers are ridiculously good at drafting and developing young pass-catching talent. The most recent example of which is former fighting Irish, now just fighting, receiver Chase Claypool. More on his saloon fisticuffs in a second. The corollary to the Smith-Schuster signing was the Nelson release. It was the same Steelers' stroke of non-genius. The team told their starting cornerback to seek a trade or take a walk. His services in a thin and getting thinner secondary were inexplicably no longer needed. Worst of all, the Steelers are demonstrably terrible When it comes to drafting cornerbacks, Artie Burns, anyone? No, I didn't think so. Bottom line, it was a money move. The Steelers will tell you that. But it was a bad football move. Now, cue all the consternation in Steelers Nation. Pittsburgh sports analysts have been devastating in their criticism of the team's seemingly nonsensical free agency moves of late. We have all the River City blowback in this controversy-strewn edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. 
Hey, and if I haven't mentioned the late-breaking news from celebrity scandal-driven website TMZ, a video of receiver Chase Claypool kicking a guy who's down right in the face is plastered all over the place. This stupid move by an up-and-coming stealer is the only thing that makes the Juju resigning look a little bit better. We'll tell you why in the podcast, but be sure not to miss my print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. It will be jam-packed with plenty of memes mocking the Claypool pugilism, the Juju divide in the 412 area code, and the growing worry of that depleted Steelers defense. But right now, let's get right to it. Juju returning was a complete Steelers surprise. Perhaps the receiver had little choice in the matter, however, according to many Pittsburgh sports pundits. Here is the caustic sports radio host, delighting in the always smiling Smith-Schuster's free agency misery. I'm talking about Mark Madden, and here's his take. Quote, Juju Smith-Schuster's free agency failed miserably. Juju Smith-Schuster expected huge money and didn't get it. That much is absolutely certain. It is also certain that the Steelers made a mistake bringing him back. Smith-Schuster was expected to get 12 to $16 million per season on a multi-year deal. Instead, he returned to Pittsburgh on a one-year deal worth $8 million. What has happened to the Steelers? They used to operate with such cold and calculating logic. Of course, they also used to win playoff games. Now they're the team that dances. Unquote from Mark Madden, who is dancing on the Steelers' Juju Smith-Schuster signing, just as Juju keeps on dancing on TikTok and Instagram. Ouch. Now, to be fair, Juju did have some other offers but they came in the form of one-year deals from the likes of the Kansas City Chiefs, whose receiver's roster is already stacked, and the Baltimore Ravens, who don't much throw the ball, and receivers go there to disappear. The money in the deals were a far cry from the receiver riches the Giants showered upon Kenny Galladay that same week of free agency. Yes, Juju's free agency dreams were a bust. He crawled back to the Steelers, where at least he is a go-to guy for Big Ben and maybe can set up a richer long-term deal after next season. Here is Matt Caboli sizing up this seismic receiver surprise of the Steelers' return. He's writing for The Athletic. Quote, nobody saw this coming even just a day before. Juju Smith-Schuster signed a one-year deal, according to multiple sources, worth a reported $8 million. With the Steelers so tight against the salary cap and Smith-Schuster expecting to command a mega-contract in free agency, Smith-Schuster reportedly told teammates that he wasn't going to return to the team. Unquote. Well, then, Juju was rudely hit with free agency reality right in the face. The money just wasn't there for Juju. 
now here's the immediate impact on the fallout for 2021, again, according to Capoli. Quote, the Steelers will never pass on an opportunity to draft a receiver with star potential, but they might hesitate this year, even though Smith-Schuster will be a free agent next March. His new deal allows the Steelers to make a legitimate push to keep Smith-Schuster long-term with the projected cap increase next year because of the new television deals, the returning crowds, and a 17th game to the regular season, unquote. Now, Caboli does hit the mark, and this was even before the Claypool mishap of the biggest job for Juju with the Steelers this coming season. Quote, importantly, he will provide leadership for a young group that includes Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and James Washington, unquote. That last part is looming large in light of the Chase Claypool bar fight video. The former Fighting Irish receiver needs to know when to pick his battles. Preferably, it's on a football field, not inside a saloon from here on. But there are ugly details straight from that sensational scoop-ready website, TMZ, which broke the story, posted the exclusive video, and writes this, quote, Claypool, who just wrapped up a sensational rookie campaign for the Steelers, was at the Wild Goose Tavern in Costa Mesa, California, with some friends on March 13th when things popped off with another group of patrons. Sources tell TMZ there was an issue involving someone throwing dollar bills at a woman inside the bar, which sparked an argument, and eventually things moved outside the establishment. TMZ is told Chase Claypool was not an instigator. But as any viewer can see in the, the exclusive video, things started to get out of control and Chase jumped into the action to help one of his buddies. At one point, the 6'4", 238-pound NFL star gets in the middle of the action where one of the combatants was wrestling on the ground and Claypool delivers a swift kick to the face. Eventually, Claypool's pals remove him from the fracas while people yelled at him to stand back and keep his distance. All from TMZ, which also reports that both parties ultimately left the scene without further incident. Police were called, but there were no arrests or charges at this point. As for the guy Claypool allegedly kicked in the kisser, there's no word on whether he plans taking any legal action. All this from TMZ and their exclusive report. Finally, TMZ says attempts to get comment from Claypool were unsuccessful. My take is this. Claypool apparently kicking a man who is down is not just a bad look. It could be highly problematic with regards to the NFL conduct policy. Worse, it's a troubling sign that Claypool was headed down the wrong path that has been frequented by Steelers receivers of late. Of course, the band leader for bad behavior was Antonio Brown, who misbehaved his way out of Pittsburgh. But many, critical of the Juju Smith-Schuster resigning, cite all of his attention to Instagram, social media, and TikTok videos, rather than focusing on the football field. Plus, Juju has had a troubling track record of fumbling away victories 
and even playoff appearance chances at key moments. No wonder most of Pittsburgh is perplexed. This is not your father's football team anymore. There are seemingly too many clowns and questionable characters intent on becoming social media sensations rather than on becoming part of a winning football team. Where's that unsung Steelers lunch pal work ethic of old? Hey, these days, if it doesn't get likes on Instagram, it's of no use to a growing number of these look-at-me Steelers. The Claypool fight video, one that he surely didn't want to become viral, just adds injury to insult. It's a major unforced error for an up-and-coming Steelers star out to upgrade his level of play for 2021. These days, it looks as if all the Steelers' attempts to upgrade for 2021 are failing miserably. It's just been one of those months, really. And the latest unbuilding blunder for the Steelers was the surprise, even mysterious but certainly unceremonious release of cornerback Steven Nelson. Here is Ed Bouchette writing for The Athletic trying to unravel this mystery. Quote, The assumption has been the Steelers wanted Nelson off the roster to save his $8.25 million salary and the cap room for 2021. But it doesn't really add up. It sounds more like the Steelers either wanted Nelson to take a pay cut for 2021 or offered an extension that he declined. The same seems possible for linebacker Vince Williams. He was due to make $4 million salary in the final year of his contract. They waited until the eve of free agency to cut him. Because of these two moves and the departures of Mike Hilton, Bud Dupree, even Ola Andiana as free agents, the Steelers' situations at cornerback and linebacker are scary thin. Either Cam Sutton or Justin Lane will replace Nelson as the starter on the outside. Someone, Sutton or James Pierre, will replace Hilton in the nickel. Now, maybe Sutton, Lane, Pierre are ready for those assignments. Or maybe the Steelers just became seriously weakened at the cornerback position. On the linebacker side, Bouchette adds this, quote, Alex Highsmith, a third-round draft choice last year, will replace Bud Dupree. The Steelers like Highsmith, and he did okay in spots for a rookie last season, starting the final five games in the one-and-done playoff game. He did have five of his six quarterback hits in those games and had an important interception in their seventh game win at Baltimore. Maybe Highsmith will be their next great outside linebacker, or maybe becoming a full-time starter will be too much for him in his second year. Maybe it will take him four years as it did with Dupree. Either way, they have no one right now to spell either Highsmith or Watt, something they've almost always had in the past. The same holds at inside linebacker. Devin Bush returns after his ACL was torn in the fifth game last year. But it's reasonable to question whether he will be the same player. Will he have lost something? The expected starter next to Bush at the moment is Robert Spillane, who started seven games for the Steelers after Bush's injury. He had 45 total tackles, two sacks, and an interception return for a crucial touchdown. Like Highsmith, he showed some promise. So maybe he, too, can handle the job, unquote, from Bouchette. The key word 
being maybe. And here's how Bouchette concludes that column of if, ands, and buts. Quote, what the Steelers have at both cornerback and linebacker is Joe Hayden, T.J. Watt, Devin Bush, and a lot of hopefuls and maybes, unquote. For me, the sad bottom line is this. It's another free agency conundrum for a team not so good at free agency. Ed Bouchette opines on this history of the Steelers' shortcomings when players come on the NFL's open market. Bouchette writes this for The Athletic, quote, Over the past five years of signing free agents, the Steelers have swung and missed for the most part, and not just with the cheap bottom feeder free agents they like to sign in the later period. Call it the Ladarius Green syndrome because their stretch of poor signings really began with him five years ago. Then there were players such as Morgan Burnett and John Bostick, Dante Moncrief, Mark Barron, Derek Watt, and Stefan Wisniewski. All except Watt washed out after contributing little. And Watt is the second highest paid fullback, and he hardly plays fullback. The Steelers did dip their toes back into the free agency market when they signed two players this year. Offensive lineman Joe Haig of Tampa Bay and safety and special teams player Miles Killebrew from Detroit. Neither is starter material with the Steelers, but they add depth that positions of need. Unquote, all from Ed Bouchette sizing up the Steelers' shortcomings. Now, my take is this. It is precious little depth and far greater need for the Steelers as they emerge from another costly free agency period. Despite its name, free agency sure isn't free because Pittsburgh is paying a steep price. Not in player salaries, they never do that, but in all the holes populating like Swiss cheese in its 2021 roster. Next, we turn to the draft, where there is just one certainty. Your Steelers cannot afford to miss. There is no margin for error this season. And of course, we'll cover that draft and all the machinations of, of the draft board and the Steelers' place on it as we move ahead with the Steelers' update podcast every Wednesday afternoon, available wherever you download your favorite audio. And why even bother? Just sign up for the podcast so you get it automatically as soon as it is fresh from my microphone. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time. Steelers News!